Hello and welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I have a really special guest today that I'm really happy to be able to finally fortunate have on the show for you guys to be able to talk to. It's race car driver Jeff Sharkey. How are you doing, Jeff? Good. How are you, Pat? Great I'm, to be on the show. Yeah, it's great to have you here. I know a lot of my fans have been waiting for this interview, and I play a lot of mental gymnastics on my show. So if I if I jump around topic to topic when I'm asking you questions, I'm not trying to put you in the hot seat. Oh, you're good. I watched the show a few times, so I kind of know the flow, and I enjoy it. So Thank you. You're used to being in a hot seat anyways. And so that, oh, yeah. that kind of brings me to um, what really got you into racing? Uh, pretty much my family. I mean, my grandfather did it back in the 50s, starting out as a swiggle. Oh, okay. And then um, I had an uncle, my Uncle Bill races race cars uh, at the Oswego Speedway. Dad got racing, and so my cousin Dave races, and now I'm racing, so. Wow. It's pretty much ran in the family for three generations now, and actually, I got some younger nephews and stuff coming up through. So almost four generations of us been racing. Wow! So it's it's just been in your blood. You've had that smell of the ethanol or whatever it is that you guys uh, in your blood at a very young age. So what age did you did you start racing? I didn't start racing. Until I was uh, 21 years old, but I've always been around the cars and stuff. Yeah, went to the races when I was two or three. So. Yeah, it's pretty much been my whole life. Um, first job, I worked at a racetrack, so I was a head flagman, actually, so pretty much everything's revolved around it. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, like I said, we're playing a little bit mental gymnastics. What do you, so we, we know what got you started into racing. It's like since the 50s, which is crazy because cars have come so far. It brings me to, oh, yeah. yeah, what kind of car is it that you that you drive so my listeners can kind of understand what it is i race uh i race the asphalt modified it's actually nascar's oldest division is wheel and modified tour they travel around the upper northeast and uh they're wheel and modified you know pretty much purpose-built race cars uh pretty much take a stock car take the fenders off it widen out the tires and uh put nerf bars on them, and that's basically what you got it's it's an incredible car. There's so much history with them. You got guys like Richie Evans, Jerry Cook, all of them, and ran them up through. So, you know, it's what I run. That's it's kind of hard to explain exactly unless you know what it is because you say a modified, it can mean 20 different things around the country. Absolutely, because um, I know the ones that race at a Swigger Speedway right down the, the road from me are different from the modifieds that you race. But there is, yep. t- there is times that you race at a Swigger, correct? Yeah, we got a race this year. That should be my first time racing there on uh, July 3rd weekend. So I'm um, pretty excited for that. Get to race in my own backyard and hopefully do well up there. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Back to, <laughs> back to your car for a second. If any of my listeners do want to see it, it is on the website at WLOAP.com. There's a picture of, of Jeff's car. What kind of engines in your car? Ours is a small block Chevy 350. Bored out. Um, more like a 355 probably, but two-barrel carburetor, uh, pretty much three-speed transmission, puts out about 500 horsepower. Oof. So. You're moving. That's a lot of, oh, ho- yeah. that's a lot of horsepower. And, and what's the fastest that you've ever driven um, on or off a racetrack? Because I don't think any law enforcement's listening. You can tell if you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, off the racetrack, we'll leave that one alone. Okay, on the okay. racetrack. 
on the racetrack, uh, we average like 90 miles an hour, some of these tracks. Wow. So you usually figure, you know, 25 miles an hour faster, 25 miles an hour slower in the corner. So probably right around maybe 110, 120. Like Evans Mills, I know that's about the range. And then like Spencer is literally two drag strips with top corner. So it's more like probably 130. And then you slow down about 60 miles an hour. So wow. you get the job done. Yeah. And so there's there's got to be some G-forces that are going on there. Oh, yeah. The thing, this, the reason I tell people, you, a lot of people think, oh, just get in the car, turn left, hit the gas. This thing is trying to throw you out of it. And it's just crazy. I tell people it's a hellacious environment. It's hot. It's loud. And to do all that and still be able to kind of figure out what's going on around you is pretty wild. That's what I was kind of brings me almost into the next question of is how do you overcome that fear of it all? Because to me, is it a, is it a fear or a thrill or is it both? Is there that fine fine line that you're on of on the edge? Yeah, you're definitely riding fine line with it. It's thrilling for one. I mean, I can still remember the first time they let me out on the racetrack and basically somebody just tells you go as fast as you want with the thing and you know that first time you stand on the gas pedal you get thrown back in the seat that's where it's at it's crazy feeling the fear of it to be honest i've never been scared of being in the race car okay um i've heard from richard pike the king of nascar one time that uh everything happens so fast that there's no time to get scared in like say a crash or something and then once it's over and you're all right there's no sense of being scared yeah. so the fear of getting hurt or whatever isn't there. I would say more or less every Saturday, it's fearful going to the racetrack and hoping you're going to be successful. You know, you want to be fast and all that. And that's usually where, you know, put in quotes fear, but you want to be fast and competitive. And if you're not, it's not much fun. So, right. Yeah. 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 What do you think? Thank you. What do you think makes in your opinion, an excellent race car driver? Because it, you know, it's obviously I thought it was like overcoming fear, but I, I think your question or your answer summed that up. But what, what do you think in your opinion makes an excellent race car driver? I think there's, there's multiple things. I mean, yeah, there's guys who are braver than others that will do anything in their willpower to get up there. Um, some guys have more patience than others know when to make a move or when to back off. Uh, one of the biggest things I could say is, uh, just work on your own stuff, know the car, know its capabilities and, you know, it's, there's a whole lot that goes into it. Um, but, yeah, I would say those probably are the biggest three things. Yeah, and you have a lot of team to rely on. Oh, absolutely. It's well. definitely a team sport. Definitely, and people forget that a lot. And I, I think they don't realize, like you just said, sport, because I have never been in a car such as yours or driven as fast as yours. Um, well, I have actually kind of gone that fast, before. <laughs> but, uh, um, I driven like the little ones out in Myrtle beach before, and they're like okay. little indie short, little indie cars. And you only do a couple laps. And if you do a fast lap, you get like a, a Burger King Whopper or something like that. And after, gotcha. yeah. And after like four laps is all you do or something, you are beat the heck it really throws you around in this car and you're like, holy cow, I only did like four and I'm feeling it. I can't imagine doing it for, well, you guys are, you, Evans, you, Evans Mills, 30 laps usually? Yeah, 30 laps on it every week. We got a couple long ones coming up. And uh, most of the time, the physical fatigue, usually the next day I can feel my legs a little bit because working the pedals. Yeah. Um, And unless I have the death grip on the steering wheel, it's never my arms are bad, but 
like coming up through the field last week, a couple of hairy moments, I grabbed a hold of the steering wheel for everything it was worth. And yeah. I noticed at you know, one time my hands were killing me. I said, yeah, learn not to do that. Yeah. So, well, that kind of brings, yeah. that brings me into then what kind of training that, that you do you do before <laughs> racing and stuff like that? Since it um, I don't sport. do, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to step no, on no, you, but uh, that's fine. Um, I don't do any real physical training per se. Obviously there's certain things you do and don't do like, you know, tear yourself up the night before or something like that. That's no exactly. fun. Right, exactly. But uh, take care of yourself, eat right. Usually the night before, eat something that's stable, doesn't mess with your body or anything. Uh, before I get in the car, usually on Saturday, I'll stretch out my legs a little bit because I know I'll be working them. Mm -hmm. So just make sure they're all good. But uh, I don't really go to the gym, work out, anything like that. No. Just watch what I'm doing and that's about I, it. And some high-quality H2O. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Especially uh, one thing my team praises me for is they say, oh, these guys, you watch a lot of them to be 100 degree days, they're dogging it. And they say, you're fine. I said, well, one, if I know it's going to be hot starting like Wednesday, pound a Gatorade. Like everything you drink is a Gatorade or a water. Yeah. Don't touch any alcohol during that time and yeah. make yeah. sure you're good to go. So, No doubt. No doubt. There's so many things about racing that I that was really it was really fun to watch you uh, last week last weekend or the weekend before, and it it's it was fun to go with somebody who knew about racing and stuff. And I just was watching it. I'm fascinated to watch you to go. So, what a, what what do you think is your favorite thing about racing that you really? Of course, you want the checkered and you want to win and everything. But there's got to be something that's driving you to. Well, I know you want to win. You want to win, but. Is there, is, is there something that you really enjoy about racing? It's just a thrill being in the car. You're running around uh, 20 other guys chasing down the leader or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's probably the most fun part, racing with guys. Even though you might be running, say, for 12, it's still fun to be able to know you're faster than them, pass them, yeah. eat and bang a little bit. And so that's a lot of fun to me. I love the competition aspect of it. Um, but, yeah, of course, you want to win, and we're working as that goal. So. Yeah, I, and I, I think there's a big camaraderie, it seems, in racing, too, that um, it's it's a very family-orientated sport, it feels to me, as I got that feeling when I was in pit row that a lot of the people that were in and around working on people's cars are loved ones and family members and want to see you do well and stuff. And so, it's a, to me, it felt very family-orientated, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Absolutely. We always say that um, racing is like one big dysfunctional family. Yeah. And that's not just in between the teams, but also everybody at the track. We're all doing the same thing on Saturday night. And, you know, you have friends up there, but still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, you got friends up there. And, you know, once you put the helmet on, the friendship, you know, that guy ain't your friend anymore during the race. But, yeah. you know, you don't want to see people struggle. And you just want everybody to have fun, be safe. Yeah, there's times where you know, stuff happens and stuff or you get a fight or something. But at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing and having fun. Yeah. And, and I, I think that that's, what's cool is everybody wants to just kind of really do their best and make sure that it's a safe, fun race for everybody to have. And speaking of a weird, I got a weird question for you though. Have you ever sneezed while you were racing? I think I have. I think oh. I have sneezed before. <laughs> that would be uh. brutal lift the lift the shield well, usually under the caution lap or something with all that's going on yeah. lift the shield up let it get out of there the worst i had is uh 
But you get bloody noses every once in a while. Yeah. So I shoved a rag up there one time going out for a race and got a bloody nose. So I found a rag and just shoved it up my nose, ran the first probably like 15 laps of the race like that. <laughs> that was wild. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Do you, uh, do you have a favorite saying? This isn't about racing, but it could be. Do you have a favorite saying? Oh, a favorite saying is actually uh, one of my favorite ones is um, Andrew Carnegie, and I can't remember exactly the wording of it. Okay. But uh, something about surrounding yourself with smarter people. Yeah. Like that. I can probably, actually, if you give me a second here. Yeah, like sure. If I find the exact wording. You can. Because I know I saved it on my phone, so. Um, but, yeah, so I have, there's a bunch of things. Racing ones, obviously, uh, if, if he didn't hit you, he didn't nudge you, rubbed you, and Rubbin's racing from Days of Thunder. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of my favorite ones. Cold, um, cold trickle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. Tom Cruise, yeah. And what's, uh, um, is it William Defoe that played his pit? I, I believe so yeah yeah i think i think it is and or but not, that was one of them oh, sorry no yeah yeah i don't think it's william defoe but it doesn't matter right now so here's the andrew carnegie quote he once yeah. said i wish to have is my epithet ep if yeah yep here lies a man who was wise enough to bring into his service men who knew more than he and that's pretty much how i do it i have you know I tend to think I'm a smart guy, but there are people um my race team and stuff that know more about the car than I do, so let them do their job. Mm-hmm. And I use that thing throughout my life. Like, I'm going to school right now to try to be a teacher. Okay. And one great thing is, is that uh, I will already work at the middle school, so I ask all those teachers questions and stuff all the time about how things are done and that. So I always say every person's a resource. You just got to know when to use them and how to use them. Yeah. Not that you want to use people, but. No, no, I I to- totally get what you what you mean by that statement, and I think that's a, a really good motto to live by. Surround yourself by smart people, people that are smarter than you, and realize that it's okay to not know something and learn from some. I try to do that every day. I'm a really curious guy, and I'm always trying to learn. I'm I feel like to use your last name, a shark in a feeding frenzy of knowledge. I'm always wanting to learn something new and i'm like a kid when somebody tells me something new so that's awesome that i just learned something new about you today that you're furthering your education to educate others so that's yep that's awesome is there something that is your um field that you want to go into i actually want to teach uh seven through 12 social studies i love american history and all that so me too you know when it came time to figure out what i want to do the rest of my life i said well why not that route so i like that idea jeff and i think my listeners will too and i think the world needs more the world needs more teachers my brother's a teacher and i have aunts and uncles who are retired teachers and um it's a tough gig and it's rewarding at times but i think i love american history i don't think it's taught enough you're right you know i've seen a lot of times videos of uh a guy going and asking people really simple questions that American history that we should know and they don't know. Yeah, I've and seen I'm, those, yeah. And I'm cringing and I'm like, yo, please say you know the reason why we're <laughs> celebrating this. And so that's yeah. neat that you that you want to do that. So, okay, um, I kind of, we, we're almost at the end, but I do have I, one last question, I guess. It's kind of weird one, but I always ask a couple weird ones to my 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 guess 
Um, how would the, <laughs> this is a really weird one. How do you think the world would be different if alligators could fly? If alligators could fly, well, I'm terrified of reptiles, so <laughs> I, yeah, it would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't like I don't like any reptiles, snakes, <laughs> alligators, nothing. Yeah, um, and then the last one that's kind of fun: pineapple on pizza. Pizza on? I've had it. Whatever. <laughs> I like. You know, I'm not totally against people who put it on there and. You know, I could eat it if it's on there, but Jeff, eat your own with pizza. Jeff, you're a good guy. I like that. To each his own, and you'll eat it if it's there, and if it's not, I like that idea. What's the number of your car? 66. 66. We've got to keep an eye out for Jeff Sharkey's number 66 because he's got big things coming because I know this weekend you did really well, didn't you? Yeah, then fourth place finish was awesome. I mean, if you would have told me I was starting 13th, if you would have told me when I looked at the board that I was going to finish fourth, probably definitely would have laughed at you. So that is fantastic. That's really, you know, what you were going to smoke <laughs> to get that yeah, result. But that is, hey, we found it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy and excited for you. And, and uh, I know I've asked you a lot of weird questions and that was fun, but I, one serious one that to kind of end it off and everything. Where do you see Sharky Racing in five years? Oh, that's a good question. Um, five years. Hopefully, we have a win by then. Hopefully, I'll maybe running on the ROC tour in the bigger cars. So, I'd hope to be there to see it. It could just be a little family team still too, and I like that. So, you know, I don't see it turning into a NASCAR team or anything, but. And just for my, we have fun doing what we're doing. Yeah, and I, I can tell you, dude, there's a lot of love for racing in your family. For my clarification and for our listeners' clarification, you said R, R O what? R O C. So race of champions modified. Okay, thank you. That's the that's the regional series up around here. Still some big names in it and all that. The Catalanos, uh, Matt Hirschman. If you follow modified racing, gotcha. Bread and butter name, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I'm, for me, I those are new terms to me, and I'm sure my listeners were like, "What is what is that?" Because I did have one of my listeners here. I keep I keep saying I I'm gonna end this, but you're so interesting. It's fun to talk to you. I did have one. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, I it just made me think about this. One of my listeners asked, "What what what's a heat? What's the difference? What is a heat and a feature? And what's the difference in how many laps so, uh, and stuff?" And so the heat race is um. It's an eight-lap heat race. This is what basically, instead of like going out there and time trialing or qualifying for a feature spot, okay, they'll uh, run a heat race. So they take like the top three cars from the heat, and they put them in a pool of say like nine drivers if there's three heats. Then they'll pull a number to pick how they sort all that out, and everybody else lines up in their respective spot for the feature. Basically, heat just to line us all up. Gotcha. Uh, every track does it different. And then the features, the one where they pay the money. So gotcha, that's gotcha. a big deal. Gotcha. And I know the race that I did go and attend, you won the heat, which was exciting. And I felt so, it was really stoked to see you win your heat. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was awesome. Jeff, thank you for your time. I, you know, I think my listeners probably really gained a lot of knowledge out of racing and also out of you and it's not just you're not just a race car driver you've got so many more things that we've just learned about you and uh, it was awesome 
yes, this was fun and I look forward to it and maybe do it again sometime. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a blast and I would love to have you on again. I would like to, um, I did play on my podcast some track sounds. It'd be neat maybe to um, do like something at the track sometime or something like that to really get the uh, sound. I know sometimes people like that in a podcast where you're hearing all the ambient sounds and stuff. So that would, yep. that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Well, thank you for your time. I, like I tell my <laughs> listeners, and I mean to you too, it's the most valuable gift you could ever give me, Jeff. So thank you for that. And uh, oh, I, Pleasure to be on here. I enjoyed this. Okay. Well, thank you. And be well. And we will talk to you. Is there any place that um, people can follow Sharky Racing that you would like to let them know about before we finish off? Yeah, I got a Facebook page, Sharky Racing. You'll see a picture of the Red 66. So. Okay. Sharky Racing. Look for Sharky Racing Red 66. It's a beautiful car. It is It's a really sharp-looking car. I really do admire the looks of your car and... Uh, I admire what you do because I think it's it's a fun sport and it's I can see you doing great things in it. So thank you. Yeah, thanks again, and we will talk to you guys all again real soon. Thanks, Jeff. Yep. Bye, Pat. Okay. Bye, bye.